The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, welcome to the number one Canadian Dallas Cowboys podcast in the world. I'm just going to take some getting used to. I don't yeah. know. I, I Big HUD used to come in there and just hit so fucking hard. <laughs> and now we have this like, where'd you find that even? I found it off of one of our music subscription sites so that we wouldn't uh, get copyright claims. Copyright free music. I respect it. That's yeah, right. so it is, it's copyright free music. Still getting used to it. I'm going to introduce our guest for the night. We have uh, Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? I'm glad to be here. You know what I mean? Y'all were big time me for a long time, so I'm finally, I'm finally happy to be on the show. <laughs> like, at, like, oh, you know what? Actually, Anth was because of yeah, all the all, all the Dak Prescott uh, hate you were throwing his way. He's like, fuck Barry Grant Jr. He's like, I am not having him on the show to talk Dak. I just can't do at it all. no more. Can't do it. We have tried to get you on for quite a while. Um, but just give us a little backstory of, of what you do. We're not even going to do our own socials. We'll we'll sprinkle those in in a little bit. But just give yeah, a backstory man. of what, what what you're all about. And yeah, how- man, all even podcast. You know, I'm a I'm a general sports podcast show. So I cover the NFL. I cover the NBA. I cover Major League base, Baseball. Some. Um, you know, I have wrestling references on my show. I just do wild shit. I have my favorite segment on the planet that I think is dummy of the week where I just attack people. Love it. So, you know, it's just, you know, catch me on all even podcast at, at, at all even podcast on Instagram, Twitter, you can go on YouTube and check that out. I have a lot of good content on there. A lot more stuff coming, have the video show that I just posted uh, Saturday. I was the first show. So, you know, more to come. We're going to do that every week now. So, you know, a lot of stuff coming, man. A lot of, a lot of fun stuff coming. I'm going to say what I always hear YouTubers say. Uh, we're going to link it in the in, in the description. <laughs> we're going to put it in the description here and link it in. We're going to link it in the description. <laughs> I, I'm going to say. Now, now, you're, now you're a YouTuber. Now you're right? officially a YouTuber. I'm, I've done it. I've uh, made it. I'm going to say this one's for you, Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast. Crack him if you got Crack him. Crack him if you hey, got him, son. let's go. Crack him if you got him. So I was actually going to. I'm glad you brought it up. Yes, sir. Um, the the dummy of the week that you do, yes. which is awesome. And I'm going to ask, bef- we're going to dive right into this. I'm going to grill you oh, right yeah. now. Uh, this wasn't part of anything we were going to do. And this is what I said. We kind of go off the tracks quite often. This offseason with the Cowboys, who would be the dummy of the offseason so far for you? Dummy I know there's been the a lot. offseason for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, there's a lot that we can pick from, right, in my opinion. But the one that comes to the top of the list is Mr. Who gives a fuck if you're going to hold out Dalton Schultz? Oh, shit. I got some back feed going on here. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Dalton, Sh- and maybe because that's the most, like, the biggest dummy so far. Like, he's kind of in the, the spotlight right now. I know the offseason's kind of slow, but he's kind yeah. of he's kind of inserting himself into everyone's minds by being a little bitch. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, you know, I remember when we had the discussion a couple of months back. Well, I was saying, listen, you know, we we definitely need to go tight end. We should go 
um, in the draft to go find a tight end. I wouldn't pay much money for Dalton <laughs> Schultz because it, it's just not necessary. You know, we can find another Dalton Schultz that probably works at BJ's or, or uh, you know, the local gas station. We can be able to find more talent like that. And the fact that he's now here and he thinks that his value is higher than what it is, it's pretty comical. And I want to see how this plays out because I don't really think that he has much leverage, honestly. No, he, he, has, he, he has zero. He has zero leverage right now. He's gonna show up. He's franchise tagged. It's like he had one. I'd say a, a one point five good seasons. Yeah, season and a half because he didn't play for like the first two years. Yeah, so I I don't think he has any leverage. Do I think he's gonna end up getting paid? Yes, because the tight end market market is starting to increase. Do I think right. the Cowboys are gonna pay him? No. It's like Dallas is going for it. <laughs> the funny the, the funny thing is, and this I don't I'm this is gonna be a very loose quote. Uh Barry said that if they paid Dalton Schultz any money that he was going to rock bottom AJ. And then yes. AJ one up one upped it and said if they paid Dalton Schultz any money in the twenty twenty two offseason, he would let you uh rock bottom him through a table. So that is going to be that is going to happen at some point. Listen, I can't wait to have that posted on the show. When, that, when we do that, we might have to go to a ring or do something. I don't know. We might just have an all-out hardcore match between me and Alex. Oh my and god! Just, just get it done. That that would be the be, that would be the best. I would love that. Uh, fun fact: uh, back in the day, we did backyard wrestle. We had our own federation. So nice. Alex, Alex knows how to take. What was it off. called? Backyard extreme wrestling. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Because you can tell a bunch of seventeen-year-olds came up with it. Well, it's in the backyard. It's extreme, and it's wrestling. And it's wrestling. So, so, uh, and we'll get some. Uh, we'll get some clips of me powerbombing Alex through some tables. Oh, I need that. that. I need that. But the only reason that we called it backyard extreme wrestling is so that we could chant B E Dub B E Dub. There is some. Good, there's some good footage of it, and so, we will post it. So I got this article. Oh, it's got Cowboys versus Delton Schultz. Which side are you on? So, right. Barry, I'm going to ask you first. Ad, I'm going to ask you because I know you are kind of a fanboy of Schultz, and so was I at one point. But, Barry, I'm going to lead out with you. Uh, or whose side are you on? I think I know whose side you're on, but let's hear why. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's hear why. whose side you're on. I, I am on the side of not paying Dalton Schultz. That's what side I'm on because, you know, you said it earlier that he's had a season and a half to kind of show what he can do. Now, does that warrant you getting a big contract extension? Now, granted, we don't know the numbers, right? We don't know what he's asking for. We don't know exactly what the contract demands are. Is it upfront money? Does he want longevity in regards to more years on the back end? We don't know, right? But it's just the fact that it's fucking Dalton Schultz doing this, and it's not Travis Kelsey. It's not you know, Mark Andrews is not somebody like this where it's like a household name. He's a very good tight end, but is he somebody that you should be committing big dollars to when you have other concerns on the roster that you need to be putting money into? I, I just don't feel that you have to dive a lot of, or, you know, invest a lot of money into your tight end position. You can just kind of draft them and figure it out. They're kind of, I'm not going to say like a running back, but kind of as far as position, I mean, even wide receivers kind of getting to that point. Where it feels like if you can take a guy that has a similar build and similar right. style, and you're you're gonna have a better chance of plugging him in. And you know what? If that guy doesn't work out, well, then take another one the following year instead right. of taking uh taking a bunch of resources away from positions that are in need. Uh, my biggest thing with it before I ask you, add what you think is 
play your franchise tag, do it again, put up good stat, put up good stats, put up good touchdowns, put up good yards, then start being this little baby bitch. You know, right. don't start right. off with there's articles of him. Oh, tight end's a tough position in the NFL. Well, dude, it's professional football. Every and, position and also is hard. Too, also, too, uh, it, it'll be tough if he actually blocked. Exactly. Yeah. He's not even. Yeah. He, he's not even a full. He's not even a blocking tight end. He's like, not what even are you talk about. He's not. He doesn't even do the position to full. But yeah. I know. I know. Ad's a big Schultz fan. We got the five fundamentals of Schultz. Are you with Schultz <laughs> or are you with? With I think the general uh, populace of Cowboys fans. Well, do I do I say what our next transition is? After y- this? You can say why we're kind of on the fence with Schultz. We used to, I used to be a Schultz fanboy. Yes, I remember. I remember. We, we were big Schultz fans. I think primarily because I think we created this caricature of him in our mind on like what he's like <laughs> on and off field, and he kind of as we were making this type of like five fundamentals of Schultz and and performing uh, the way that we want him to do, he would actually do that. Uh, like we would see clips of them being the same type of character that we created. So it made us love them even more. Um, Stephen White uh, says what I think like him and earned a bag. He already got a 10 uh, guarantee. Let him play on that tag on our position now. So I like Schultz, but, but, but that motherfucker. Well, so one it's like, dude, yeah, you probably, you probably are deserving to get some more cash based upon your numbers. I don't like the fact that you're not blocking. And I have a couple episodes said, get a blocking TE in there and we can see what Schultz could do. But Schultz had some good numbers that he posted last season. Not enough to like be a fucking prima donna. And then he goes ahead and he fucking <laughs> blocks us. He blocked us on Instagram blocked- and Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, he just picture. makes it. Wor- oh, he blocks you on both platforms. On, yeah, you oh, went. My goodness, he, we got blocked by the Schult- by the Schultzinator, and <laughs> the funniest, he <laughs> fucking blocked. I mean, so great that he's <laughs> like, what's he? He's checking all of the people that are saying shit about him, just yeah, like sitting there yeah. looking at an RSS feed, just checking on what people said, and like these mother catches us on the one day that we were maybe like m- possibly mocking him. Well, it's, no, what he does is he searches a tag with him or something, or he has a team that does it at the end right. of the day you're a professional athlete we have like less than less than on all of our platforms less than fifteen thousand people that even give right. half a fuck what we post and right. you go out of your way to feel like you have to block us because one you're just that insecure what's going on buddy Hi. you're gonna give us a flex or what <laughs> just out of nowhere <laughs> mav just out of nowhere <laughs> yeah um but uh the crazy thing well i can't even remember what i was saying uh he blocked us we have about 15,000 people that possibly even follow what we do. You're right. that insecure that you can't have someone have an opinion of you being a crybaby. Yeah. I said and, that about every big you, player. And mind you, think, think about it. And he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. We're exactly. talking about the team that has the most fans out there and gets the most coverage. And you're that sensitive. If you're that sensitive, you on the wrong team, my man. You on the wrong team. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'm at, you still didn't say, are you on Schultz's side or the Cowboys side? I'm on the Cowboys side. You're on the Cowboys yes. side. Yes. I've been. Yes. So I've, I'm always, and I know it should be about a player getting, getting his bag if he deserves it. I, in, in a situation like this, I kind of always side with the team. When Dak was up for his contract, when Zeke was up for his contract, when D-Law was up for his contract, I always tend to side with the team. Because I'm always on the mindset of maybe like, 
well, do you need that much money to live comfortably for the rest of your life? No. Do you want to win Super Bowls? You know, I'm kind of in, the, I'm always that mindset. Like I get it. You deserve your money. Uh, the, the market's there. You've deserved it. You've played it. But I always side kind of with the team, even though they're billionaires also, right? It's kind of a weird complex. I don't know. No, I agree with you too, Ann. But my thing with him that pissed me off is the fact that you were basically an unknown. Like they they paid Blake Jarwin to be the guy and Blake Jarwin got hurt. And that's what kind of allowed you to be able to have that spot solely by default because there was nobody else talented enough to play the position. So you just kind of fill the role, right? Yep. But now you want to fucking Willie Beeman us and, and, and try to, <laughs> and try to hot time. Like what, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? The you're, thing, not, you're not that type of talent. The thing with Schultz, and like you just said, is it even the player or is it the system? He right. it literally has – he never gets doubled, right? Last no. year you got CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, uh, Mari Cooper, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. They're literally the last person they're game planning for is Dalton Schultz. Right. Uh, the, then you get guys like Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and Rob Gronkowski, who maybe not in his later years, but prior, literally will have teams game plan for them. Schultz is yeah. not that guy. Right. The, like nobody's coming in and say, we we have to deal with Schultz. No, like, fuck we got to no. make sure that, you know, he doesn't touch the ball at least seven times. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just yeah. like, yo, if he goes it. off, right, if he goes off, he goes off, but we don't want the other guys to go off. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. If Dalton Schultz kills you for eight catches and a buck sixty, that then that's just what it is. Yeah. But as long as CeeDee Lamb doesn't give you nine for one eighty, you're good. hundred percent. Yeah, no one's no one's no one's worried about the Dalton Schultz eighty yard touchdown on no. first and ten. Right, They're, I don't even. Th- I don't even think he can run it. No, a hundred percent, he couldn't. And and the fact <laughs> of the matter is, is like we saw Dak had some really good chemistry with Schultzy. Now, is right. it Schultzy or is it just that position? Is it just that route? And right? think about it too. Since Dak has been in the league, he's always been very tight end friendly. Like he was, him and Jason Witten had a great connection. Jason Witten just didn't have the speed burst or the you know, the acceleration to be able to turn up field and get, you know, yards after the catch. But he was always a reliable guy on third down to get a couple of yards. So Dak, doesn't matter who the tight end is, Dak is always going to feature that tight end. You so, know, oh, you so, got some uh, chat well, stuff yeah, going? Cha- so Stephen White's uh, pretty uh, uh, into the chat. Um, and he's talking about the talking about being a diva TE. He's agreeing with Barry on uh, what Barry was saying. But then he is saying, no, he is a threat. I disagree. How many yards did he get? And we looked yeah, at I'm it. On he, it. I'm on he, it. He had he had good like again. Like no, had good numbers. Good, had numbers good numbers last year. Yeah, of course. But but, good, but and, that's and, like what you were saying, Ed. It's a part of the offensive system, right? Exactly. Like Dak yep. himself had a great year. The offense it was a passing offense. Everybody got involved. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So of course he's gonna get those numbers by just being a part of that offense. So well, and you know. his numbers. I mean, so guys. So the where he's probably looking at and. Not saying he watched our podcast last uh, the, uh, two weeks ago, but yeah. we brought up a. He was tit- too busy crying playing <laughs> Fortnite or some shit. But there, there was <laughs> zing. What what tight end? What tight end is getting Najoku uh, uh, from the the Browns? Way more money, less production. So right. when it, when you look at it that way, obviously you can kind of, I mean. You want to look back and be like, look, Scotty Scotty Pippen held off for so time, many years. Time out, even though <laughs> time out to that even. You got franchise tag. Tough fucking luck. Yes, Do it exactly. again. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. And the thing is, you're getting franchise tag for a decent amount of 15, money. Fifteen, like, I think. I think you got fifteen sh- mil. 
yeah, just shut up and go play. Like you're getting yep. paid. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And and it's it the the tight end market. What he's probably worried about is he doesn't think he's gonna have production like he had. Exactly. He's probably worried, and then he's probably thinking, even though even if the tight end market stays high, even if he didn't get paid this year, he's still going to get paid next year. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what he's trying to do is he's trying to convince the old man to 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 give in, right? Yep. Because he we all know. That that Jerry loves the the homers, right? He loves the guys that he's drafted, and that's the guys that he likes to pay. They don't like to go after free agents. They go bargain bazaar shopping in the offseason in regards to free agents, but they love to pay their own. So yeah. that's what he's hoping for to be able to convince the old man and say, Hey Jerry, listen, I need can I get a five, four year deal or something like that? And Jerry be like, oh, all right, Dalton, you know, you're my guy. <laughs> I love you. You know, we, we're gonna take care of you. We I'm gonna salt you. Here. I'm, I'm gonna salt sandwich, you. Dalton. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna salt you. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna salt here, you. Here's how I'm gonna prove whether or not I'm gonna give you more money. Can you eat this entire sandwich without drinking a water afterwards? <laughs> That's sodium intake, Dalton. So this right. this so this next article, it's it, it's more of like a, a mailbag, and they just ask, and I'm just going to ask you guys again. Schultz future hot? Like, it, do you think? Do you see? Do you guys see Schultz after this year being a Dallas Cowboy? Well, Jeff, for, for me, I, I'll answer it first, and then you guys can go. I think because of what I just said, because Jerry Jones is so adamant on keeping his homegrown talent, that I think that he does get a deal done with the Dallas Cowboys, whether it's a, a three-year deal, maybe they do that and give him, you know, maybe 10 guaranteed up front or something like that. He, I think he's going to get paid by the Dallas Cowboys. You think he's going to be around for a bit? I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it as long as it doesn't yeah. cripple us at all, you know? Exactly. Would you, exactly. Would, you, would you hate it if he unblocks us? Well, this is my LVE like has been replaced by my now my number one hitman like hit list like every time Dalton Schultz could go fucking ten catches, one hundred and twenty yards, and three touchdowns. The his first drop, I'm gonna be like, we should have just cut his ass. <laughs> you know, like I get have a new, nerd, get that nerd get back. That, the get bench. that right. fucking nerd on the bench. Yeah, that piece of shit. I knew he was no. I good. knew he was no good. Right? Like I now I'm Adam's way more forgiving than me. I like. Oh, yeah. I I I have vengeance. Like Schultz oh, yeah. is. Yeah. On yeah. my hit list now. Yeah. Like, listen, he's been on my hit list since that day too. So I'm, I'm with you, Ed. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, thing- once you get on Dummy of the Week, you are definitely on my hit list for the rest of the, for the rest of the time. I don't Hell care. yeah. The, the the thing with Schultz again, like him as a caricature. I think in terms of like what they're gonna do uh, if he if he's should he stay or should he go. I I think there's a lot of other tight ends that if they give given the opportunity, they could probably put up the same type of numbers that yeah. they put up last year. So if he wants it, he has to prove it this year. Right. Whether or not it's going to be in his future. I think something like this, I mean, if he sits out over the next little bit, I, th- I saw a lot of nation post how much it's going to be if he sits out. Yeah. I saw, it's I, like a hundred grand is, if, he, if he sits out right. for the, the oh, next. He'll report. He'll report. They, oh, they're, at sure. the, they're at the point that uh, they've, He's used all his leverage, and it's not even leverage. He just didn't go to stuff that he wasn't supposed to. As soon as he starts getting fined, the guys, I mean, he hasn't really been paid yet, right? So he's not one of these guys that's looking for his second big contract, right? He doesn't have the bags of money to be able to set out yeah. these uh uh, that you well, have hey, to report hey, to, right? Hey, you don't know what his, I don't know his you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what his streaming uh, numbers pull him, okay? So relax and on also, that. Don't judge. And also, too, also, too, these guys, man, you know, when we see whatever decisions they make, right, sometimes we think that it comes from them. 
normally comes from their agent or whoever's representing them and kind of just gives them bad information that can really end up fucking the player over and then they have to go ahead and do things and by themselves and kind of repair it. So, you know, I think they tried to play that card to say, hey, you know, we're going to show them how important you are <laughs> if you don't show up. Right. And then everybody's in the Dallas facility like, okay, we got all our tight ends in the room and they don't even realize that <laughs> yeah. Dalton Schultz is not there. Like, it's just yeah. like one of those things like, bro, you don't want to pull this card. I remember the last person that tried to pull a card like this was Melvin Gordon. And they said to Melvin Gordon, you do realize that we have Austin Eckler here, right? We don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who ended up being awesome. Yeah. Right. And it's like, there's the door. And then he's like, no, 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 wait. I, this is just a negotiation play. Like, no, 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 you can go now. Yeah. You can really go Oof. now. Like, we actually found our guy. Yeah, you, nego- so we, you. you negotiated. <laughs> right, right. You, you, you negotiated. You, you, told, you, you told us to look elsewhere. We took your advice. The Thank la- you. Last thing I'm going to say about Schultz before. Bef- before uh, this interruption is sponsored by. Are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Look to turn around another small bet into a big payday during the NBA Finals with a DraftKings same-gay parlay, and you can do just that. This NBA season, a customer placed a $5 same-gay parlay and won over $5,000. Create your own parlay, but combining multiple bets with each team will win. Total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. Let's get back to the show. Um, Proceed to say whatever bullshit you say. <laughs> It's all bullshit. Uh, the reason I like Dalton Schultz so much was because he was an unknown guy. And he did right. just show up, and he had his chance. He was one, you know. You always like the story of the guy that was behind. Maybe never gets his chance in the NFL. He, well, now he has Blake Jarwin go down, and he ends up coming out and actually right. having a chance and yeah, producing, and producing, right. right? So that was one of the main reasons I actually liked him. Uh, but now, like with him coming out talking to the media about how hard tight end is, um, and then uh, not going to OTAs because of uh, wanting to get paid. And then the cherry on top blocking us and our 6,000 Instagram <laughs> followers. It's just like, it just makes me think of him as like this little, oh. this like kid that grew up who was super insecure, was really good at sports, but just always needed everybody to like him. Well, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? And I think that personally, I think Dalton Schultz is the one that did it. I think he doesn't have a team. No, I no think fucking he's just way he has a team. I think he's just on his computer like, you know what? Nobody. Oh, you oh. guys don't like me? Blocked. Barry, he, he has 110,000 people on IG and he has 60,000 on Twitter. The motherfucker has no team. We're coming, we're com- <laughs> we're coming for you, Schultzy. We're Schultz. coming. We're coming for those numbers, son. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and Schultzy, you're gonna be begging to be on the. But pod you know what? This one one's day. for Schultzy. Crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him. You know, you know what's crazy. You know what's gonna happen is that we're gonna get banned from this, going to live. Games. Yeah, of course that that'll happen. <laughs> but you know, when this podcast continues to grow and it will continue to grow, yeah, uh, we'll it. just go straight to Dallas's uh, mini camp and we'll haze him there. <laughs> That's all we have to do. Fuck we'll you, Schultzy. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, Schultz. We're just hazing there. Can't block us here, Schultz. Yeah, can't block us here. Okay, so we're going to go into another player that's 
I want to get his bag and who's kind of went about this uh, playing um, his playing time. He's went about this a lot better than Chelsea has. It's somewhat a fan favorite. Uh, he's one of our fan favorites and it's Tony, Tony Pollard. TP 20, baby. I think every Cowboys oh fan wants to see the guy get the ball more. Oh, and, yeah. and the, the Cowboys have now said uh, Tony Pollard uh, exploring receiver role at OTAs and Pollard's uh, down with it. He says, I don't care. What do I have to do? I just want to be on the field and have the opportunity to get the ball. No, that's great, man. I, I think it's a great idea. I think they should have been doing that from last season. I mean, when you have a dynamic guy on that side of the ball, you need to find ways to be able to get him the football, whether it be, you know, in the backfield, whether it be to put him in the slot, whether it be kick returns, punt returns, get him in the game so you can be able to change the pace and really force the defense to have to shift. And now you have an advantage. So they have to do everything they possibly can to get him on the field. Well, with with saying that, like, exactly. He's a dude that no matter where he is on the football field, he can touch the ball and, and he can score. He could be on the one-yard right. line. He could be on the 50-yard line or on the 10-yard line. The guy has the opportunity to score. And with them putting him out at slot, I'm assuming he'd be a slot wide receiver. It would be cool right. to see even him maybe out wide. But Absolutely. The, the benefit of him being out in the slot or being out at wide receiver is Ezekiel Elliott is still on the field. Yep, right. I'm yep. still I I still really like Ezekiel Elliott as the Cowboys running back. The guy can block like a motherfucker and I know people say this is the big thing. Well, we're not paying him to block. No, we're not. <laughs> but him having two playmakers like Zeke and Pollard on the field at the same time instead of one one of them off the field just makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Definitely. Name, name in, in our wide receiver room right now, you could put Pollard in the the, the conversation wide receivers and he's right he's the third best wide receiver. Uh, out the gate to me, you got obviously C.D. Lamb and uh, Michael Gallup. Who who's better even than Gallup if he was playing at wideout right now? What about the kid from uh, from Pittsburgh that we signed? Uh, oh, uh, James Washington. I still think, yeah, I still Washington. think I'd rather I still think I'd rather see um, Pollard at, at slot in the slot than James Washington. I mean, I agree, but I, I think I think James Washington is going to have a very solid year, man. I hope he so. May, he may. He may end up making, you know, getting paid from either somebody. I don't know if we're going to pay him, but I think he's going to he's going to have a chance to have a big year because he has the opportunity. But like you said, I think Tony Pollard has the chance to actually be the the third best receiver on this team. And when you got a guy like that, you just hope that, you know, the coordinator and the head coach can be able to figure it out to get him on the field and and, and put him in the right spots to succeed. And, and to your point and with, with Zeke. You know, the fact that he had a, a PCL tear last year, which probably is why he, was, he wasn't he was so productive. Let's see what happens this year. Yeah. Repaired his knee. You know, let's, let's see if he can be able to kind of um, kind of bounce back and, and be that guy that, that, that we think he can be. Not, not the Zeke, you know, the first two years, but at least somebody who can at least get his yards per carry up past four again yeah you know or like mean? a guy that you know maybe he's not going to break a 60 yard run but i'd like to see right. a couple i'd like to see him at least challenge a couple guys in the in the absolutely. secondary absolutely. well I, I just want to see i do want to see some like different schemes that the offense can do if you have yeah. someone like tp20 in a slot role with zeke on the field talk about like maybe uh like a reverse and then zeke's going up field blocking just like anything anything but i mean just like i think it adds the versatility you could do a quick drop down or a quick hit i mean yeah. i think the fact of tp20 being on the field and being number 3 uh wide receiver in terms of like yards i can absolutely see it happening happening again 
how's how's the production going to happen? We're going to see once uh, once the season starts. Well, but. Th- this says how good of an athlete this dude is. Uh, He's in, he's in contention to be able to just go out and play wide receiver. And then he's arguably, right. in a, a lot of circles, he's arguably the best running back on the Cowboys right now. There's a lot of right. people that think he's better than Dak, and or sorry, than uh, Zeke. And maybe at this point, he is the better pure runner, but I still think Zeke is the better overall running back. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, if you try to go with Pollard as the featured back like a third, you know, he's just an every down back. I don't, I don't know if he has the ability to do that, but he can be the change of pace back that you need behind a power runner. You know, you need two running backs in this league. Hell yeah. Um, and when you have a, when you have guys that have defined roles in regards to you having a guy that's a bruiser and you having a guy that can be able to bounce on the outside and really change things up, that's what makes you know playing your team offensively as a defense, really bad. Like, you know, you don't know where to go. Okay, are we guarding this guy? Are we trying to shift our defense this way? Do we have to line, line up our linebackers a different way? Do we have to send the safety in? Like, there's so many different things that you can be able to do that now can allow Dak to be able to play action and have one-on-one coverage over the top. So there's a lot of things that that putting him on the field can be able to open up. Well, and that was one of our biggest issues last year as far as play action goes. I, f- I felt like we got away from the play running- action. Play action. <laughs> I feel, play action. I feel like we got away from the running game so fast that no one was even scared of a play action attempt. Yeah, because because you have no frills more calling the fucking plays. Right? He is just... and I'm, Vanilla pudding? I, I think this is actually... And I, I didn't even have this on the list of shit to talk about, but it, it is an important thing to talk about. I think a lot of the uh, guys on our coaching staff... Are in and I, th- this was say they were saying this last year make or break year. Yeah, I said last year wasn't, but this year is like I, I think they got to do a playoff push or you got to clean house with at least Kellen Moore and um, Mike McCarthy, right? I yep. agree. I think I think if if the offense doesn't improve and and we're we're talking about because the offense was one of the highest rated offense in the league last year, but we're just talking about creativity and not looking predictable offensively, like. After the after the scripted first drive, right? Cowboys were pretty much just like you kind of knew what they were gonna do. You well, know what and, I mean, so yeah. it's like it, yeah. it's it's very very it was very very like disheartening to see that. So if they struggle with being creative this year, I hope that Jerry and everybody else is kind of you know they'll kind of needle Mr. Moore and say, hey, you know that that's, there's a college down the road that <laughs> really, they really think so highly of me. You mean well, you should really go take a phone call and, and see what's going or, on. Or or Mr. Moore, do you know that there, Canada has a football league? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, to, to what you were saying about some of it, getting creative, I think the one thing we don't want to see happen is getting super creative in the wrong moments because there was a lot yeah. of times I found last year where it's like, okay, that Let's pretend what? we're punting it or like, fake punting it. And what then, the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Like literally, the only thing you think is, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> well, listen, I call that the Mike McCarthy factor, right? Yeah. When you have Mike McCarthy, he's such a random dude that he'll just do something like that and be like, "Well, I, I, I thought it was a good idea." No, it wasn't, Mike. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a good idea. Well, the energy level, uh, like, and we talked, you know, for a second here. Crack him if you got, him, got him, baby. Get it in you, kid. The the one thing with McCarthy, and it's like if he doesn't, if we, you know, obviously I don't want to say oh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to go further than what we did this past year. But he just the team of the Cowboys this year, and even sorry last year, yeah, his energy level didn't match 
the team. No, it did. And and obviously, when things aren't going right, you need someone to come in and almost like scream in a in a way, or just show they yeah. give a fuck, or show that right. you, you know, have like, some I sort see of some, effort. Right? I want to see some. Which I mean, that's that is true. But you also get a guy like Bill Belichick who's not like that. There is coaches that can pull it off. True, but. The thing, the telling sign was Mike McCarthy coming out after the playoff loss, saying, "Well, I could tell they were nervous." It's like, what? Why the fuck that's, are? You, why is your football team right. nervous? That's not the thing to say. That's not the thing to say at all. Twenty one Armando, <laughs> what's up? What's up, bro? No, that is not the thing to say. Like that is the last thing you should come out and tell the media. That that's right. a that's a complete coaching error. Not saying exactly, it, yeah. having them be nervous. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You want a fucking Super Bowl, dude. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. the fuck are you letting this team coming into the wild card? Was it the yeah wild card round? Yeah, wild card. How yeah. the hell is a team coming into the wild card round against a team with a let like on paper? Yeah. Okay. San Fran had a lot of good players. They should not have went as far as they did in the playoffs. 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 Right. I, I don't know. Playoffs. Call me crazy. And then they ended up going on, and San Fran had a great, uh, great run, and it just shows coaching and playoffs and being able to it matters. It matters, yeah. man. Yeah, it definitely matters, man. I mean, listen, I think Mike McCarthy understands the urgency of being able to figure out the pulse of this team because if he doesn't understand what's what's going on this year and, and kind of gets a, a a feel and a hold of it, Sean Payton you is think? right behind him like, Hey, Jerry. You've been pushing the Sean Payton uh, narrative Listen, for a bit. You're all about that. If you want a coach to be able to get in people's asses and be creative, that's the guy that you want. I mean, I, the, the report just came out today. I don't know if you guys saw it, that the the Dolphins offered Sean Payton four years, $100 million. They were willing to pay him $25 wow. million dollars a year to coach their football. Imagine being the Dolphins coach right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, like, I, yeah, I saw the wow. net, I saw Sean Payton's Crazy. Netflix film, and it's like, okay, <laughs> which one? What's that one? Draft Day? <laughs> yeah, no, with Kevin James as uh, Sean Payton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, funny. Uh, anyways, it's, a, it's um, a decent movie. It was all right. It was all right. Uh, uh, sorry to before. So Sean Payton, I feel like there's two kind of coaches that Jerry wants. The one coach yeah. who can kind of be a pushover, like a McCarthy, where Jerry can kind of coach through McCarthy or in a Jason way. Garrett. Or Jason Correct. Garrett, or he wants somebody that can kind of come in, win that Super Bowl. Sean Payton might not necessarily agree with everything that Jerry wants to do, but I don't think Jerry would tell Sean Payton. Jerry, this we're is how doing it goes. anal. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I caught you off guard with talk, that one. Talk, I mean, yeah, hey, I'll do, I mean, Sean Payton's like, I'll do anal, Jerry. I'll do uh, so I was, we talked about, if anything, Kellen Moore would probably go before Mike McCarthy, I hey, think. Well, th before you say this, this is because you, you know how we're talking about, like, you want Mike McCarthy to do, like, the big dick energy, yell at someone? Yep. I don't even want that. I want him to come down in the, in the second half of that San Fran game and say, listen here, you little fuck, to Kellen Moore, <laughs> I'm calling the plays for the rest of the half. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're done. You, you're done. You're done, son. You're done, son. You know, I'd you're rather done. see that. Like, if it came out, oh, Mike McCarthy took the play calling duties over. No, you, you want him to come in like Denzel Do or on, die, the, man. On, on, on the coach and say, you know, get your guys in line or else I'm going to start calling the plays. Oh, right. yeah, exactly. for sure. Exactly. Who, uh, coach, uh, coach Boone to coach, uh, I, uh, what the fuck's the other guy's name? Yost. 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 Yep. Coach yeah. Yost. Yost. Coach Yost. Yost, <laughs> you're taking my son out. He's taking my son out. 
<laughs> yeah, and so uh, yeah, so we sucked. talk about McCarthy. We talk about Kellen Moore. Um, what's your guys' thought? And this is from 21 Armando. Uh, what's our thoughts on DQ? DQ. I, I love Dan Quinn. I You know what? And I'll, I'll say this, and I'll pimp myself out all the time. When we hired Dan Quinn, I was one of the few people in the Cowboys world that was happy with the hiring. Me too. Me right? too. Uh, why, how could yeah. you not? You look at the guy's resume. Everyone's like, oh, well, you see what happened with Atlanta? Yeah, he was one Tom Brady miracle away from winning the Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons. And also, yeah. too, and, yeah. is that people don't realize that being a coordinator and being the head coach of a football team yep. are two different fucking things. Like, Miles you apart. have to control the entire team, the entire staff. It's not the same thing where you just have to focus on the defense. Yeah. He is more of a coordinator guy. It's just like Rex Ryan. 100%. Rex Ryan was a decent coach for the Jets for the first few years, yeah. but he made his bones as a coordinator because he was able to just sink his teeth into the defense. There's guys that just, they're just role players. And yep. Dan Quinn is a great role player. There's and nothing yeah. wrong with that. I I, lo- I I agree. Dan Quinn, I was, I think the biggest signing of the offseason was retaining Dan Quinn as our defensive yeah, we, we were excited 100%. about that. Oh, He's one of those up. guys, I think, that like if if they were going to get rid of Dan Quinn, you talk about like a player sit-out or, or, or players walking yeah, out. You, you better yeah, oh, yeah. keep him. You gotta keep Dan Quinn. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of the play, like the players, will really get behind. Yeah, they, they, they would definitely boycott, man, because he's yeah. a he's a players' coach. You yeah. know, he's one of those guys where they want to they want to run through a wall for him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he wears a backwards hat. Obviously, he relates wears a backwards to the hat, backwards right? hat, you know I mean? baggy shirt, and he looks like he's he put he puts boxing gloves on when he's when he's practicing. Um, and he curses. And he curses. And a he lot. swears. We We're yeah. in. We love him. Yeah, we love him. So this so. is a good. This is a good se- segue talking about the defense. Um, defense. Defense. Yeah. There's also, like Dallas is going for it. There's also that. So <laughs> next gen stats, top ten coverage players of 2021. There's a Cowboys cornerback on the board, but it's not Trevon Diggs. Mm. Ooh, spicy. Next gen stats, ten coverage plays. Cowboys CB on the board, but which doesn't surprise me. Trevon Diggs no. one isn't a, a cover corner. The the name, I mean, obviously you're gonna be able to guess who the guy is, but it's it's well, Ad, can you guess who it is? No. Well, guess the player. No. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> you have to. Put him on the spot. Hey, this is like improv. You never say no when someone brings <laughs> oh, you yeah, in. Yo, yes, and yeah. So if I was to guess why <laughs> Trevon Diggs isn't on the list, it's probably because not he why is. he isn't, who is on it as yeah, a Cowboys but I'm, but I'm doing the yes and okay. why why is he not on the list? <laughs> Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so give me a player. Cowboys corner. That's on there. Don't make Barry embarrass you by getting No, there. Barry's going to go for it. Okay, Barry, Barry's you're up. Best. You got you to gotta, you gotta save at, at best here. Bandwagon is boy it, one. Is it Anthony Brown? Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Which, no, who, what, who else would it have been? Anthony Brown? That's that's who it is. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I've Noah Brown. Yeah, Noah, Noah, Brown. <laughs> Noah Brown. So it, it is Anthony Brown, and that would be surprising to some people because uh anthony brown to a lot of people was they thought they were he was dog shit in the cowboy circles i know a lot of people that i've talked to one i was actually one of them when we needed to have uh save some cap i i was like we're paying him six mil next year cut the fucker like get him get him out of here but he actually quietly had uh, a great season and here are some of the important notes about the perimeters I use to separate the best coverage defenders from the rest. In order to qualify, players needed a minimum of 300 coverage snaps. 40 targets is the nearest defender and a catch rate allowed below expectations. 
Also, qualifiers needed ne- a negative target expected. Fuck me, man. Get me something better here. Like, I'm going to fall asleep here. Yeah, wait, wait okay, to grab okay, an article that has the most text on it. It's like they're trying to get their SEO up, so they put a 1,000 words, okay, 1,500 words on there. Here we go. Here we go. words that don't make fucking sense. Here, here we go. Shit. One notable player who did not make the top 10, Dallas Cowboys standout Trevon Diggs. His performance has already attracted plenty of debate, and not everyone sees him as a true blanket corner. He certainly uses the, his excellent closing speed and ball skills to make plays on passes. That showed in his pass. Uh, this is boring. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like falling asleep. It didn't even say anything about Anthony Brown. No, it's talking about why Trevon Diggs is not on this list. Well, I fucked up because I did read the other article where it was saying why Anthony Brown was in it. Anyways, hey, Anthony hey, Brown was you, actually you done gone fucked up, son. Anthony Brown was our best coverage corner. Yeah, he was. I mean, and think about it too. He had to be because when you have a rogue ball hawk like like Trayvon Diggs, you you have to have somebody that can be able to stay home and not gamble as much. So you know it. it there's a good balance there. You know, people a lot of people clown and shit on Trayvon Diggs, but honestly, he is who he is. Like you know, if you have a guy like that, you just got to make sure that everything around him is solid, and you got yeah. guys that are very sound fundamentally that don't take risks. Yeah. So. It's not really a big deal. So, honestly. 100%, I would rather have a guy that's going to take that risk than someone that's too scared to take the risk. Right. Right? I wish we would have honestly retained Chitobi uh, uh, Awuzie. Yeah, yeah, Awuzie. Yeah. He had a great yeah. year with the Bengals. Um, yeah. Two things from chat. Uh, 21 Armando says, I think the Raiders game gave AB a bad name. I was That was my next that's thing. That's where we were. That, listen, I, I still... Have him on my shit list. Oh my god, was that <laughs> bro? He had like he had like nine pass interference calls it in was, that game. It was, f- we were there live actually. Yeah, we were there. And yeah, every, that was the game that you got. Every <laughs> time, like we would go nuts because the ball wasn't caught, and we're going nuts, and then it's like. There's a fucking flag, <laughs> yeah. Anthony Brown. I am going to sneak down yeah. into the change room. It's. Everybody, and hit you. <laughs> look, everybody is allowed to have a very bad game, and that is just what. Not on that spotlight, not man. Not on that spotlight. Not Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving not Day. Thanksgiving Day, man. Uh, That's th- what everyone thinks of, right? This is uh, this is a great comment, but it was it's a little too late from Eric Serrato. Breaking news: Jerry Jones hires actor Will Smith to slap some sense into <laughs> offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. There's never anything <laughs> to go on. There's, I like that one. That, that, that is not too late. That was perfect timing. <laughs> That was perfect. That's a, that's a segue. That's a segue. Okay, so no, that's a segue. We're gonna be going into that's a segue. The Cowboys are gonna be going into that's a segue. Let's get a soundbite. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Whammy. Oh shit! I didn't mean to hit do, it a do, second do, time. Do your favorite one. Where's Zegama? Zegama Beach. <laughs> there it is. That is my favorite soundbite because no one knows what it is. Uh, three <laughs> things we'd like to see at Dallas Cowboys mandatory mini camp. So I'm not even gonna check what they want or what they're what they want to see on uh, where is this. What, what did I steal this? Blogging from the blogging the boys. <laughs> your fit your favorite. Uh, uh, Tony Ca- Catalina. I wonder if he's uh, Italian. Oh, um, that's my guy, man. I had I had the uh, editor in chief on my show one time. Tony from, blo- from blogging the boys. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so we won't talk too much shit about bo- blogging with the boys. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, you you have to. You can never. You have to talk shit. No, about no. I don't mean you have to talk boys, shit right? about everybody, but. I'm a very firm believer, and actually, Barry, before we get into anything, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a rant and then a question. I'm a firm believer that you always have to just be who you are no matter who you're talking to. That's it. You know, I don't I don't care who I'm talking to. I'm this. You're going to talk to them. As right. unfortunate, as awkward as it might get, I'm just <laughs> going to be myself all the time. 
Right. That's where Ad, that's where Adam comes in, and he can be the, the you know the the whipped cream on the shit. He he, <laughs> he he's the the smooth, and I'm like the. He could be the good cop. He, he could be, he the, could good be the good cop. And that that's what I'm gonna. Go. I'd be a good politician. You know, you'd be yeah, yeah you would be you would be a good politician. I'm gonna ask you here, Barry. I saw your post about you being a heel now, kind Ooh, of thing. I like it. Yeah. So give us a little bit of a backstory. Ad, get rid of this uh, three things we'd like to say. I want to I want to hear some from our guest here. So you've kind of done a little uh, remaking of your show here in the last. What, yes, what do you say, in the week last or two, what, couple weeks. I, I would say two years. I mean, it's been it's it's evolving, right? So I remember when I started the podcast, I was like, you know, I was really focused on doing it radio style, like you know, it was have to be you know buttoned up, and you know, you have your segments and all that stuff. You got your breaks because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for, hey, maybe I can get you know, some, some looks on a radio station or maybe somebody will hear me and, you know, I, I don't want to curse too much. And the person that kind of like brought it to my attention was my mother. Wow. And, you know, Mama rest Bear, in peace, nice. my mom. Oh, rest in peace, man. Yep. She Definitely. said to me, she said to me, you know, I love your show. You, you do, you know what you're talking about. You sound good. She said, but there's something missing. And I'm like, what's missing? What the hell is missing? I don't know Was the edit off? She's like, no, you're missing. And I was just like, I don't understand what you mean. And she was like, when I speak to you and we talk about politics or we talk about life or we talk about sports and you, you're telling me about your Mets or you're telling me about whatever, you are yourself. You're animated. You, you use swear words. That's who you've been since you were 12 years old. <laughs> so be yourself because if you're not yourself, then how do you know that people are accepting you for who you really are? Instead of this character that you've created, I don't want to create a fucking character. This is who I am. Hell yeah. So it's like, you know, this whole button up, I'm going to just, you know, not, nah, nah, that's not me. So, you know, I said on my show on Saturday, that was my intro to the podcast on Saturday. I said, fuck that. I'm going to be who I am. I'm like the Hulk, I'm like Hulk Hogan when he came out, Bastard the Beach, you know, yep. nobody knew he was the third man and he Hell dropped yeah. the leg drop on fucking Macho Man. Yep. That's who I am. The garbage is getting thrown in the ring. Yep. That's who I am. Love I don't it, give a shit. Like, I'm going to say what I want. I'm going to do what I want. And if you have an issue with it, we can have a discussion. You can call 100%. my show. You can email the show. You can call me a piece. Of, I don't care, but I'm going to stay true to myself because if I'm not, then I'm not really doing this for the right reasons hell yeah man that's i i love it i was trying to grab yeah. my nwo belt because it's over there but, uh, <laughs> yeah that's too, i love that's it that's too sweet and it, yeah, it, exactly you know what and it's it's probably just easier to to do just to yeah. just be yourself and i listen i and i'm a natural heel i'm a natural bad guy that's just, yeah. just who i am like I just say things and people might not agree with it, but I don't give a shit. It's just, I mean, if we, if we, if we were looking at the uh, late nineties, mid uh, early two thousands, the, the heel baby face thing could still be, but now it's like you're at it. Like stone cold, even stone cold, Steve Austin, even at the height of his, uh, well, he's always been pretty large. I don't think, I don't think he's ever gotten cold. He was still Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was still a, exactly. a, a heel in, in certain standards. So yeah. the, the beautiful thing about the internet is you could say shit. Uh, you'll get guys like Dalton Schultz blocking you for no reason. <laughs> uh, I mean, Fuck Anth, you, Schultz. I don't think, like, Anth, I'd say he's either a heel or he's just, he's always going to be a hundo. He's going to say exactly. Ant is definitely a heel. Yeah. He's definitely a heel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. Well, was, you don't give a fuck. What, like, so 100% much. doesn't give a fuck what. 
the situation is, he's not going to go. He'll just say it exactly how he feels yeah. in that moment. Yeah. yeah, and it sometimes bites you in the ass, but you just got to if it just say whatever, you know, it feels good. Like, I would rather have that happen and be like, oh, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have said that then. Right. Then wish I said something and not said it. You know? Yeah, then you then you feeling like you're gonna explode because you yeah. wanna fucking say something and you didn't say it. Like, I, nah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, uh, it just feels good. And you know what? I find it brings up good discussion and it's good. I I love I love I love the new Barry Grant. I do. Well, nah, I, I was seriously, say, like I, was I don't say, know if you guys heard the show yet. Real quick, I said on the show there was a segment. I was like, you know, there's a there's a report out there that Robbie Anderson uh was hinting at retirement. So I said, <laughs> I said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this and, you know, this information is going into my processing center in my head <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, who the fuck cares about Robbie Anderson <laughs> hinting at retirement? Like, why is this a story? Yeah. Who yeah. gives a shit? Who gives who a cares? shit? Nobody like, cares. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, nobody cares. And I'm the person to say it. Outside of the Carolina Panther fans, there's like 15 of them. Like, that's the people that were concerned about Robbie Anderson. Otherwise, why do I need to go on my Bleacher Report feed and see that? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? I love it. See, and that's the entertainment I like to watch. That's yeah. the shit I like to watch. I like to see someone. And you know what? Even if there is cursing, not cursing, I just like to see someone who's being legit. And right. one, you're very, very, very knowledgeable with sports. A bunch of sports like, well, I said to you, I don't even like basketball at all, but I, I started kind of somewhat following basketball a bit right. just so I can know what the fuck you're talking about. Like even today, as we're like in the, the green room here, I'm asking you basketball questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah you're like, who, uh, Dr Dream, Draymond, Draymond, Dr Draymond, Draymond, yeah, Draymond, Draymond Green. Who is Draymond Green? Who's Draymond? Draymond. <laughs> hey man, because I, I do like, to, I do like, I do like sports. I'm just basketball's not my thing. I just, it, yeah, exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, man. And, it's all right. And you know what? I did actually last year, I kind of wa started watching the finals just because a guy, a guy I worked with was a huge uh, Milwaukee fan. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to cheer for the, uh, the Suns just to have some shit at work. <laughs> just and I, ended, right? I watched, I watched the whole series and I, it was enjoyable. Minus I lost the bet and had to pay him money. It was enjoyable. Yeah. So. I mean, nah, I, bad. listen, man, once you understand it and get into it, you know, I've been playing it my whole life. So, you know, it's it's I watch the game a little differently. I don't watch the game with sound because um, I don't want to hear what the announcers have to say. Oh, I like to see it myself and yep. watch the plays and see what type of schemes they're running and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it's it's a beautiful game, but it's not for everybody. And that's OK. That's why sports is a great thing. You can be able to pick what the fuck you want to watch. So what do you play point guard? Yeah, I play point guard. I'm already, I already know what I'm talking about. He knows. About. I already know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't, I, I will watch almost any sport movie. Yeah. Like anything or sport, even a sport documentary. Right, right. I don't even have to, like, I will, I get so invested. Thank you. I get so invested. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Uh, I get so invested into it because just sports in general, I just love, obviously yeah. I love, but I don't, I don't watch. The only thing actually. Yeah. The only thing I will watch would be wrestling and and then football. Right. And then you, you ever is, notice this is this is the one thing I love about sport movies is that you ever notice that when they do have a pretty decent movie, the person that's playing the character always sucks at playing the the actual sport. 
Like yeah. they can't play basketball, but yet they're the star of the the, the, oh, the, the movie. The guy is the star quarterback, but yet he cannot play yeah. quarterback. It's just Mark it's, Wahlberg. It's the best thing ever. Mark yeah, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg ever. in the fighter. Watching him right. try to do the punches, he's like this. <laughs> I was just but like, man, I, I, I like this the is fighter. so hard to watch. I like the fighter. I was like, the movie's so good, but it's like he's in the fighting scenes and he's like this. He looks like one of those fucking okay. dumb robots. Okay, <laughs> what, okay. So what did what did did you uh, see Adam Sandler in the new Netflix movie? No, also? I didn't see it yet, but I'm gonna check it out. It's I'm good. definitely gonna check it yeah, out. It's good. It has all the sports feels that you that you nice. want. Um, our boy Kilo C just followed uh, Barry on Bleacher Report, so you got, hey, there you go, there you go. Um. I did watch, speaking of Adam Sandler, I did watch... Uh, Waterboy? Lo- no, Longest Yard. Yep. And oh, Longest Yard was a good one. Michael Irvin looked pretty good catching, yeah. catching the football <laughs> on that one. Best, but Listen, best. Yo, Kilo, Kilo C, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's what you need to do, too, oh, Kilo man. Will be, some, Kilo will be, Kilo on, be on there. Like, Kilo is the fucking... Kilo's the man. He's a, he's a ride or die. Nah, but, man, he, he, he always has some good comments in him, man. I appreciate that. The, the big thing about Sandler, though, is that he legit can... Uh, ball like he he is good oh, at bad. Nah, yo yeah. listen yo he's he's funny as hell like there was some clips probably like a year ago where some guy was just driving across like like you know next to a park like just a random fucking park and adam sandler's out there hooping yeah. <laughs> kids. Nice. like yeah. that's just and he's not even in any basketball gear he has shorts on yep. with like a long ass dirty shirt yep. he's he's the man like if yeah. i was a rich guy I would dress like Adam Sandler. I would dress Hell like yeah. I would dress like a hobo. If you I really look, would. yeah, if you look at like any Adam Sandler movie, and he's we- that he's There's wearing the basketball massive too. basketball shorts, he's wearing like the <laughs> large. You're just looking at him like, did he just show up in wardrobes? Just like, well, uh, or he's like, here's your outfit today, Mister Sandler. He's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna wear that. He's like, all right, well, <laughs> right, I'm just fuck, uh, fuck uh, me. I'll, I guess I'll wear I'm, this. I'm good. I'll, I'll just wear this. I'll just wear what I showed up. I have my McDonald's stain all over my right, shirt. Right, right. He just he just rolled out of bed, brushed his teeth, and went straight to the actual studio. And just like we're we're good, let's just go, let's just go. Double crack him if you got him. Double son. crack, crack him, him if you got him. Probably the first that we've ever had. Double crack him if you got double him. Okay, what do we got next here? Okay, so uh, before I kind of went on a rant and then asked Barry a question. Yeah, before he started wanting to ask Dar- uh, Barry's D. <laughs> well, you know, he's our guest, and I do anything for a guest. So three things we'd like to see at da- Dallas Cowboys mandatory minicamp, and I'm only bringing this up because we are getting into mandatory minicamp. I mean. There is some shit I'd like to see. Yeah. We're just in this weird time right now, right? We got to fill Cowboys news. But Barry, if you had to pick, you don't even have to name three, but like just name a couple things that you would like to see. Uh, one, maybe that we improve on going into season, or maybe a, a certain guy at a starting position, or someone switching position. It can be anything. Just some something going into mandatory mini. Before Barry says like it, because he's about to, I could see him just taking some uh, air, and he's about to say. Uh, We've already said it. TP twenty getting some other reps besides a right running. Are back. you already going for it? I just went for oh, okay. One. So you got one. So you want you want to see TP twenty get more reps? Yeah. Okay. So there's one. We can do. We can each do one. So ads is right. Let's go around. Let's yeah, go around. So ads ads I is uh, I did the layup one. Yeah, you lay it up. bit. you went TP twenty getting more more touches or just being more involved, which we did talk about more involved with the offense. Yep. Okay, I like it. I, I can deal with that. Very vanilla, but we'll we'll take it. Uh, Barry, what what are you thinking? Give me something a little bit more in depth than that shitty answer, Adam. Just <laughs> no, definitely. My Fuck my you. answer would be: I need to see C.D. Lamb become the leader of the wide receiver room. Hell yes. Yeah. Yes, he needs to. Yeah. He seems like this quiet, cool. He he seems like a cool dude, but yeah. he needs to now take like he's in his third year here. This is kind of when you separate the men from the boys, right? Like yep, you want to—he needs to become the leader. He, he needs to be—he needs to grow up a little bit, become a little bit mature, and take the handle of that team 
And, and you know, because we're going to go as far as obviously the quarterback, our skill positions, but he's going to be the guy this year. So if he's going to be the guy, he has to lead like the guy. Which we obviously reports of Dak and CD moving their lockers closer. I mean, it sounds so stupid when they're like, oh, they're moving lock. That <laughs> type of shit, though, it matters. You oh, know, yeah. That, it does. It does. That, that type of stuff absolutely matters, uh, specifically when you're looking at a team and you're trying to get – the, the top, let's say the top 10 guys kind of connecting with each other. I'm not just talking about offense top 10 guys. I'm just talking about team, like the top 10 guys on the team, which would be an interesting thing for us yep. to go down the list and say, who are the top 10 oh, guys yeah, on the, that is, yeah. the Cowboys team? But CeeDee Lamb absolutely 125% has the ability to be up there with, uh, with, with Dak, but they need to connect. They need that chemistry. Pull absolutely. away from Schultz and fucking get into CeeDee Lamb. Amari's gone. Yeah, no so, more. There's no more shadow. There, there's no more. Or Amari there's Cooper's there's the guy. no more armor. There's no more. Yeah. Def- like there's no you, more excuse. You want there's the ball, no more restrictive plate. You gotta go. Exactly. You're the you're the guy now. You're the guy. You're, you're the guy, and not only are you the guy, you're the guy for da- the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. And you're waiting wearing number eighty eight, which we <laughs> and have. And you're wearing number exactly. Like this is this exactly. is uh, this is your time. Yeah. Are you gonna sink or are you gonna fly? Yeah. Right. I'm not even to say swim. I want to see him flying. I want to see. Right. I want to see. Like we talked about this last uh, cast. I think to me personally, anything if if he has under twelve hundred yards and under ten touchdowns, I'm probably going to be consider it a, a fail on the season. Oh, 100 percent. Listen, I'm expecting bigger numbers than that. That's and what I, I mean. But that, like, I want like a hundred catches. I want fourteen hundred yards, and I want at least ten touchdowns. Yeah, I. Yep. If you want to be uh, number one for America's team, that that's yeah. I, and we're eighty eight. Like you got right. who? Des Bryant, Michael Irvin, Drew Pearson. It's absolutely you're, you're the guy like it's 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 your turn to go and it, it, it starts it starts here at mandatory minicamp. I like the fact that Dak is now involved in all the offseason. Uh, there's no covid. Hopefully um, I just like that. They're actually going to have a full offseason program to po- to finally have CD as that guy because it's never been that way. Right. Dak no. fully healthy CD in that role. TP 20 um, getting some. uh Call it rogue, a rogue reps as a wide receiver. Rogue reps <laughs> and, and 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 Zeke, Zeke putting up the pr- production. I mean, I I didn't want to steal whatever you're going to say, maybe because you're going to say Zeke. No, I'll probably do something defensively. Oh, of course, you I do. would like you, to you, see you defensive son of a bitch. You right? I'd like to I'd like to see Sam Williams step in, uh, like come into mandatory mini camps and be like, okay, we made the right decision letting Randy Gregory go, and two, we made the right decision drafting this guy at two, and uh, I I hope. I hope Sam Williams, and I mean, it's it's a lot to put on a rookie, but it's like we we want this instant gratification with our picks. We got it last year with Micah, and I hope that we strike uh, gold, I guess, strike gold yep. twice in back-to-back seasons. I'd really like to see Sam Williams step into that role and and take that role as the either defensive end. I'm not going to say one. He's not going to uh, – I'm not that I'm not that high up on, on the glue right now, but – even just being like a very good rotational player going into the season, even going into um, training camp, that's kind of what I want to see. I, I'm too emotional, uh, and Barry, uh, if you if you you know you've gotten to know me over the last year, but I'm too emotional yes. when I get to really invest myself into a team because we went to the draft and because we draft these players, and I've been following the off season <laughs> way more this year than last. Last year, I was just trying to produce 
my brother's podcast. Right, year, right. Now, him, now you're invested. Look at him. Now I, he's guessed. Last year at this time, he was wearing like a Seattle Seahawks hat and like <laughs> Raiders a couple Raiders times. a couple times. Look at him. He's wearing I, a camo. He looks more American cam- than an American. Right. <laughs> I literally, I've, I've, I honestly, I, I've sworn off. I've, I, I've. It's like I've kneeled down and I said. You know, I would have gotten a Dallas Cowboys tattoo last year had we all sat down. And, like, I've literally pledged allegiance to the core. Uh, so I get emotionally attached. So, like, when Ant says, oh, well, Sam Williams is big for a rookie, it's like, I'm expecting him. Because I've seen him and Mike. That's Atop, required. I'm, re- I'm expecting him to be to have big things this year. Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, I'm with you, man. I, you know, when when you've seen the Cowboys draft this well for some years now, you I'd know, say it's 10. Been, I'd say at least it, a decade. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time since they've really put some some real good draft classes together. So you expect them to hit home runs. Now, is it is it realistic that they're going to do that all the time? Absolutely not. But you still want to believe that the guys that they take very early hit because if you got the guys that hit early, um, it just makes everything just feel better. So, you know, hopefully this kid, Sam Williams, um, definitely does, you know, do what he needs to do. The other wrinkle that I would, or the other thing that I would love to see in in mandatory minicamp, I want to see Mike McCarthy get a little edgier. You know, we've talked about it a little little bit more. Um, I think he was playing a character on Hard Knocks last season. Right. Yeah, you um, hated it. I remember this now. Yeah, we actually yeah, talked it, it, about this. It made me we, sick. We were sliding just, into each other's DMs a little bit. Yeah, about this. it was yeah. just not him. It just didn't feel, you know, genuine. But I, you know, you can get edgier because there's there's an importance to the season. Like, it's, there's a lot on the line. People expect the Cowboys to kind of take a step back. And win a division still, but still not be one of the teams that you have to take seriously in the NFC. They need to make sure that they play with an edge this year, and that has to start with the coaching staff. Dan Quinn can't be the only one to have that. Bones can't be the only one to have that. You have to get some toughness within your offensive coordinator, and you have to get some toughness in your head coach. Well, and that's that's the thing with, like, Mike McCarthy. He has to know that this is – his last ride if he doesn't produce, right? Like, he has to. Right. He, the, the the landscape of the NFL is produce now. Okay, maybe we'll give you three years. Your first year, you, you know, you had COVID and Dak's injury. Well, now you had last year. Uh, this year, there's no excuses. Yeah, right. you, you've been pretty right. you've been pretty big on that, that the other years, there's some... You, you could go and, let's say, if you're pleading your case, you could say, well, this if this was better, this was, like, I need my job. A, lo- a lot of them could actually say that, but this year coming into no off season, there is no excuse. I right. mean, even even with the even with the draft, like it's not like we draft a bunch of fucking schlubs. Like looking at the the the, the talent that we have on the team and how they fit into the system. Sure, we were a little bit soft on free agency. Sure, we're uh, we were we we didn't you know maybe we didn't draft some of the studs that we were looking at. But ultimately, if you kind of look at the team, it's like wait a second, we're actually in a pretty good spot. That right. any team with the caliber, with the quarterback, the running backs, wide receiver, defense, like our, I don't think we I don't think we lost in defense. No, I don't right. either. I, I think honestly, our defense is going to be better this year than I it was honest, last year. I, I agree. Yeah, with you. I agree. I, at I first, agree. I did think a little bit with the Randy Gregory thing, but then I saw what he got signed for, and I'm glad we didn't actually pull the trigger. Randy Gregory, yeah, in flashes, is a great player, and he had a good season last year. I think they, I think the Broncos overpaid for him. Maybe he goes into yeah. Denver and has a ten a ten plus sack season, but 
where we are this year, I didn't want to risk that. I, th- I thought we, like, kind of like a Schultz kind of guy, well, we could about, pick someone up to replace his production. What did he have? Five or six sacks? I even think there's a guy. Yeah, something already, like that. I think there's a guy already on the team in Dorrance Armstrong that could replicate that. Oh, yeah. Dorrance Armstrong is really good, man. Like, He's I good. honestly think he, with with more snaps and more time in, uh, in a starting role, he could be the same, just as good as Randy Gregory has right. been. I agree. The I, thing that chapped my ass about Randy Gregory is the Cowboys literally gave this guy fucking, I, I'm not going to say a million chances, but it felt like a million chances. Granted, the thing they were giving him chances for is the guy smoked weed, which I think is is so dumb that the guy should have ever been suspended in the first exactly, place. Exactly, exactly. But in the, they still gave him every opportunity to still come back and be in the league, right? And then it was kind of like, I mean, even after he got signed by the Broncos, he kind of went rogue and was kind of bashing on the Cowboys. And yes. I, I think he handled that shit pretty Shitty. fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, what what more would you expect from a guy that does bonehead shit in a game that kind of oh costs God. you field 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 advantage uh, in a in an important wild card game? Man, I've never been so. Oh, <laughs> that that the play where he like tackled the yeah like the, the, left, he the literally, right tackle he literally. Goldberg somebody yeah. and he, they weren't no even reason. in they weren't even in the play what weren't even in the play yeah. he's an idiot oh, man. so let him rough? go and and dummy up the the Denver Broncos a defensive line yeah. that's all right you need guys that have IQ and know exactly what they're doing and have paid, uh, patience and cadence and understand what their roles are instead of going rogue on the line and costing you games or so he can go or, or you need some guys who come in who have like this kind of angst or anger and they're gonna they're you know you you hear about Ridgeway Ridgeway's uh, got yeah. some right. dog in them get get the get some fucking energy in there right. that you can then kind of mold and you can kind of tame a little bit but, but controlled like, energy control like control controlled energy yeah, exactly. controlled aggression getting yeah. Yeah. getting some fucking uh getting some fucking uh some flags as long as you can fucking put maybe some fear or some fucking a- yes, like I, I yes. want like I want that. It's the type timing, of- yeah. the timing exactly. Of this flag it's all was timing, so bad. Man. It's all about just yeah. using your head. Like no, sorry, sorry that that that. And but I'm, what I'm getting is that like a guy like Randy Gregory, where you're not you don't expect that type of mistake to happen right. to a guy like Randy Gregory, and that's where it's like you know. Like, Okay, fucking get get rid of them. Get other people yeah. coming through. And, I just and- love AJ bought his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm looking at it over there. Okay, right let's now. scroll down and just see what these motherfuckers want to see in training camp and see if it uh, sparks anything. Dak Prescott and his new weapons. So okay. I, I, they're talking about Tolbert and uh, Ferguson, possibly. Oh, right, we haven't said anything about Tolbert yet. Tolbert and Ferguson. I'm just going to keep skipping down. Uh well, they continue with Tony Pollard. So, Adam, you touched on that one. Right, right. So you, you, nice. you, you knocked that one out of the park there, bro. And uh, this offensive line needs Tyler Smith to develop and fast. I agree. That's a good one. I mean, <laughs> I, the, the offensive line, and I, Barry, I know you did not like this pick. Has it grown on you at all in the last little bit with any reports out? Uh, you got to like the fact that he's playing guard a little bit better than the fact that they drafted him a tackle. Listen, I like the fact that he has some versatility, but he's just for a kid that has, you know, had the most holding penalties. That concerns me because if you're if you're you know if you're lacking some type of foot speed in college because you're not aware or you know the speed is too fast for you, what do you think that was? What do you think is going to happen in the NFL? But do you think bumping like, him to guard might help with that a little bit? Put him I in a little bit of a tighter box. I think bumping him to guard will help some absolutely. 
Um, but it's just it's just like you you know what what the report says here is that you know they're hoping that he can come along, but you know are we are we waiting on a project like what what is the time frame yeah like like how how are we gonna be able to gauge if he's ready you know well he's going he's going in he's going in no matter what because i honestly honestly think he can't be worse than mcgovern he can't be worse than connor mcgovern at left guard he could you think so (laughs) he could be so and the the only other thing that i'm kind like the cowboys in the last 10 years have really i mean well and we could argue this too with a couple of the picks, but they have uh, successfully drafted offensive linemen qu- nah, quite it's true. well. It's definitely true. Yeah. Like they obviously have, they obviously look for stuff like Will McClay and whoever else. I'm, I think he's probably spearheading the operation most of the time, but I feel like whatever they have to mark down these offensive linemen, it's worked more times in the first round than it hasn't. Right, like right, right. Who, I agree. Who's I agree. in the last ten years? Who's a bad first round offensive lineman we've taken? You, you can't. I mean, you can't name one. No, nah, you can't really name one. Yeah. So I, I mean, listen, you you got to put your trust into into the scouting, right? If 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 McClay thinks that this is a this is a hit, then we got to see how how it unfolds. You know, we we can criticize it all we want, but once the games start, we're gonna really see if this kid is about it. hundred so. percent. You're gonna know, and you're gonna know pretty quick. Like you can tell yeah. when someone on, on. And I do, I do like the fact when we first drafted him, I was like, well, we took a tackle, and I, Steele was obviously slated already, and so was Tyron Smith. So I was kind of like, I mean, a tackle. I, I, I don't really want to have a our first round pick be a guy that's in the waiting for the yeah, next. Go, year yeah, go or two back to our, our our Vegas uh, vlog. I didn't even and, know Tyler Smith was. And, they, and when they announced Tyler Smith as their first <laughs> overall, and look at Ant's reaction. My face just goes blank. I'm like Tyler Smith. <laughs> There was a lot Tyler, of Cowboys yeah. fans that had that same look. Like, <laughs> right? who the fuck? Who? What? Yeah, who's Tyler Smith? Well, because I thought maybe the I thought they were gonna take Tyler Lind- Lindenbaum. I think is his name. Yeah. He was a center, which I would yeah. be happy with. Um, I was happy that they took a offensive lineman. We all we talked for months how offensive line was probably our biggest priority. Right. I just thought the right. tackle position was weird. Then you find out that he, they're more than likely putting him at guard to then be Tyron Smith's eventual replacement. But like Barry said, you you don't know until you watch games. So we could talk about yep. this till we go blue in the face. But like these guys said, this offensive line needs Tyler Smith to develop and fast. Yeah, Stephen White in the chat saying our young starting linemen have had a full offseason to get gains. They are vets now. They don't want to give up their jobs. Won't be easy. No, I agree. Uh, and you know what? Having Connor McGovern battle out for that left guard position against this dude. That's that only makes everyone better. Even if McGovern yeah. outbeats his, I mean, it might be a pill for the Cowboys to swallow, saying our first round pick isn't ready to start. But that, like, even having McGovern play against this guy for the starting role isn't a bad thing. But, but that's that, the thing. So even if he does get beat out for the spot, right? You just know that now you have some depth at your your guard your guard position at your offensive line that now he can be able to get those extra reps that he possibly needs to be ready so you know there's a lot of ways that you can be able to get prepared like everybody's different somebody some people need to just get thrown into the deep end and learn how to swim that way other people need to actually just kind of learn the ropes on the sidelines and kind of watch other people do it and then they can be able to learn by osmosis so they, they have to find out how this kid 
how, how he learns. A hundred percent. And and if 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 either way works, then then let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. So Barry, we're gonna I'm gonna ask you one last question here, and then we're gonna yes, get sir. the f out of here. Uh, right. I need to know. I'm gonna ask everyone that we bring on the show before the season, actually even during the season, whatever, it doesn't matter. I need to know what you think the Cowboys record is going to be this year. Cowboys and, and, record this and, and, year and this, is going to okay. be... And time out, time out. I also want to say, Barry, by no... Uh, I don't even... Okay, Barry is not an optimistic Cowboys fan. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's a pessimistic Cowboys fan. I would say <laughs> you're a, rea- a realistic Cowboys fan. Right, Skin listen, I am just... See what happens. You, know, you know how I feel about Dak. Yeah, I so know how you feel I about Dak. I, I didn't even bring, I I didn't even bring it crazy. up. I didn't even I bring Dak up. <laughs> but honestly, I think the Cowboys, what did we finish last year? We finished, was it 11 12 and 6 and we finished last 12 year? And 12, 12 and 5. 12 and 5? 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Okay, and I so didn't I think want to say because I was like, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> I, think we, I think we go a game less than what we did last season. Yeah, that's fair. 11 and 6. Yeah. Here, we got to rate I think down. we go 11 and 6. So you can pencil me in for 11 and 6. Because I, I still think that the, uh, the NFC... NFC East is still a little weak. I think the Redskins are going to be really good. Um, I said the Redskins. The yeah. Commanders. Fuck that name. Um, By the way, be, Commanders. Uh, fuck that name. Um, <laughs> you know, they're going to be Commanders. really good. I think uh, I think the Eagles may surprise a little bit, but I still think the division is not where it needs to be, and I think the Cowboys are going to dominate it again. So I know you're not the biggest Dak Prescott supporter, and we will. <laughs> I, I'm, now I'm getting a second question before we bounce. Out of the division quarterbacks, you got to say Dak's the best quarterback in the in the division, right? Best of the worst. Be- yeah, well, hey, you're better better to be the best of the worst than the worst of the best. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll give you one last thing, Barry. Shout anything out. Shout anything out that you want. Like, give us a time that you guy people still in the chat can catch your show. Yeah, uh, what man, you got going definitely. on? I appreciate it, man. You can you know catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. Um, I do a Tuesday show, but I think I'm going to phase that out and just do the Saturday show now. So, you know, the Saturday show will be out probably on Sundays. Uh, that's, that's when I'll drop it. So look out for that on YouTube. We'll also be streaming the audio as well on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you find your podcast available. So uh, look out for my crazy ass takes because I'm a nut and I don't care. Hell yeah. Dad, <laughs> so- <laughs> you got anything you want to say to, to Barry? No, I mean, Barry's been a day one and, and, and yes. the, the amount of like, uh, I don't even know how we, I don't even know how we got talking on Instagram. Somehow we, I really, I really don't remember I have no either, idea. Honestly, like it just kind of like happened. Like we, happened. Had, we, we had 15 probably subscribers to our <laughs> channel and now we're, we're breaching on, uh, three, uh, 3,000. Yeah, 3,000. 3K, baby. Listen, you you guys are creeping up on me, man. So, you know, probably in the next four months or so, you'll pass me. Hey, hey, look. Hey, little healthy competition never hurt. Water rises together. So we're going to get you on the the show uh, way more. Yeah, way more. I can't wait to be be on your show. I can't can't wait to be on your wrestling segments, Barry. Um, So, uh, (laughs) of course, listen, we're going to do that. We're going to set that up. We're going to set that up. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so for uh, at best, the only bandwagon boy here because we don't know Alex might be we dead. No, hey, we, we don't, don't know where know, Alex is. We didn't say anything about Alex being gone. Alex uh, is yeah, in Mexico I, right now. I, we I, haven't talked to him in over 
24 hours. I, I think I think he's definitely trying to get a a, a, a mail order bride. Possibly. <laughs> Hundo P. So. <laughs> and for all even podcast, Barry Grant Jr. This was awesome. I had a great time. Uh, play our shitty outro music, Ab. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. It, it don't. Listen, we'll, we'll grow. It, it'll grow. It'll grow on us, man. It'll grow on us. <laughs> and thanks to everybody who's likes and oh, yeah. subscribe and yeah. share this we channel. Love, up, we baby. love everyone.